And we are live. How is everybody doing? We are here at number five with uh, Alex, Brandon, Lauren, and myself. A couple Hello. of the crew. Uh, a couple of the crew couldn't be here today. Jeremy's Hello. doing a market dev. Uh, Darius is actually, it's his birthday today, so happy 26th happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Darius. And the rest, I don't know, the rest are working and, and you know, using their Blackberries. They're too busy for, <laughs> for this. <laughs> so uh, you guys are doing good today? I mean, it's another Sunday. Anything interesting happen in your lives? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got a cute Nice. Oh, it's a white one. I didn't even know. It is nice. white. Did you get it on that deal from uh, Shop Blackberry about I, with white phones? I got it off eBay because it was okay. way <laughs> Interesting. But yes, I'm obsessed with it. Well, well, let the audience know you're you're coming from you pay thirty. I paid 160 bucks for it. Wow. Yeah. And, and you're yeah, you're coming uh, from a Z30 yeah. though, right? I'm coming from my Z30, going yeah. to keep Looks like a little baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I thought I don't know. Of course, obviously, the screen size is like really weird to get used to. Um, but the keyboard, man, I mean the keyboard, I just, oh, I missed <laughs> it so much that I'm way willing to give up the screen size for that. But what are you going to do when the Passport comes out? That's the real I don't question. Want the <laughs> She's going to get the classic. I'm though. classic, yeah. I'll get the classic, oh, okay. not the Passport, though. I, I, I got to get a Passport. I got I to gotta get them all. It's, uh, <laughs> I got to get them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 James. What if Blackberries were like Pokemons, and you had to start off your journey with one Blackberry? Which would it be? <laughs> see, see, like the problem. The, there's like so many problems with that analogy because, like, you know how you can only carry like six Pokemon at a time. Like, I can't yeah. just carry six Blackberries. I need. That's not enough. There's no, there's no Blackberry Center that I can like put these things and store them. You know. But no. Yeah. To answer your question, like, so, so I think like. Yeah. Would would uh would uh would the Blackberry like No, never mind, never mind. Let's get my my starter Blackberry would be a Charm curve eighty five. <laughs> Not even Blackberry ten? Yeah. What? Yeah, no. I'd go for like an older legacy. Like I think you need to grow on Blackberry legacy <laughs> to understand and appreciate the present. Some people think yeah. Blackberry 10 about what's going on. I, I don't even know these gesture things. <laughs> All right, you're going to convince people to go buy Legacy now and then, like, move to BB10. All right, people, buy Blackberry 10. Don't, don't listen to James. Um, like no, Pokemon buy, 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 leg buy Legacy devices because Blackberry can still get that service revenue off BIS, which why they killed or didn't think yeah, the Blackberry 10 is still beyond me. I'd, I'd rather them have a chance to download my app and make money for that, but... Yeah. <laughs> So, so you, don't want, you don't want to learn Java? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. Um, let's say, let's move on to some uh, news. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Yeah. I mean, there was there was a couple, just a tiny like you know, one or two interesting things that actually kind of transpired over the week. Kind of the funniest and most humorous one, I think at least, was that BlackBerry did a fact check on good technology. It is a it was really coy of them. They took one of their white papers, essentially kind of some of their brochure material that goes out to different companies, and they kind of marked it up in a red sharpie. And they were just very diligent about how they, you know, tore up that that paper. What did you guys think about it? 
Dude, well, that was good. good. Yeah, good on BlackBerry for actually, you know, doing something about that. I think the biggest thing is, um, in the article, they were comparing it, if I pull it up, I think they were comparing it to an older Buzz. What is it? It says BlackBerry 6 and 7. And it's like, really, you're comparing good technology, not even a Buzz 10. So, like, BlackBerry added in the column there saying Buzz 10. They're like, yeah, we have everything that you just checked yourself off for. And I think the biggest thing is these companies are writing off BlackBerry and showing their old software. And then even, like, uh, Apple's showing, you know, the old curves, and they're calling that BlackBerry. So I think people are stepping over BlackBerry because they knew they wouldn't bite back. But now this is actually showing BlackBerry. It's like you can't be going saying BlackBerry 6 and 7 comparing it to what to what you have. Like, this is ridiculous. So I think hopefully it'll stop some companies and the word will be a little bit better. BlackBerry? Um, I'm just bringing up a... A picture of what of what this whole thing is like. I'm trying to look for like you know that talk to the hand picture, the BBM, the BBM emoticon. <laughs> That's basically what they did. So what they That's did. For, yeah, they, they held up. They they held up uh, the, the white paper and they're just like, no, this is wrong. <laughs> Get this out of here. <laughs> and it it kind of works. It kind of works backwards too. So it's they're fact checking good technology, but they're also fact checking a lot of the enterprise mindset out there people who are migrating BlackBerry over to good technology because of some of this material that's out there. So it kind of will work kind of both ways for them. I definitely think that the fact check portal perhaps is in beta right now, you know, that they might actually come out with something a little bit more substantial down the line. But but that remains to be seen. Right now it seems to be, you know, at least mildly effective. I mean, it seems like they're putting a decent amount of work into it. Um, If I don't know if, if all the viewers have seen what the actual markup is, but, like, they actually put a decent amount of work in it. I was actually curious if they typed it in there or was some of it handwritten, because it looks like they it, they use, like, a handwriting language. Um, but they marked it up pretty bad, or pretty well, I guess you can say. So hopefully they, they do, like, but bigger than, like, just blog posts. Hopefully they turn in where you can submit, be like, hey, uh, something weird's going on here. Just be able to put a link in there directly, a little comment, and then they can go check it out. Because right now it's kind of odd to go and say something to them at the moment. Also, look, it's good from the from the point of view that when they put these articles up, I mean, BlackBerry.com is still a pretty big website. So when yeah. you search for BlackBerry and good technology, these articles are likely to show up in a search, right? Yeah, that's true. So, like, yeah, if someone's trying to someone's trying to look at what the difference is between good technology and BlackBerry, they might stumble across um, these fact book checks um, and actually get the facts about it. Very true. Yeah, I like the way that they're um, really addressing, though, like what you're seeing on other websites that aren't quite as credible or, like, through Twitter, social media, whatever. Um, Like, of course, I'm going to bring up this example, but the Volkswagen thing, um, when, I know that when they, like, announced that, that Volkswagen was um, buying out that, that a lot of people were like, oh, my God, BlackBerry is just selling out to Volkswagen, blah, blah, blah. They're selling their employees, whatever. Um, and I think that was, like, really smart of them to just straight up be like, okay, so here's what's really going on. Because, you know, prior, like, there would have been all these rumors and people would have just been saying, whatever they wanted to, and BlackBerry's just like, okay, well, you could think that, 
Whatever. You're ab- yeah. absolutely right. The media for too, for too long has kind of just gone on a tirade with BlackBerry News. They've really yeah. kind of spun it such a way that there is this negative sentiment in the market. And BlackBerry needs to kind of be putting these facts out there so that you can kind of get absorbed into the populace and kind of break from that negative perception that they've been building up. Yeah. Hey, uh, it, really? Oh, yeah. You, no, no, you go. I'm off topic, but... <laughs> no, I, I like off topic. We're, we're just going to jump It's total off topic because someone just messaged me and uh-huh. they asked if there's the right place to view this podcast where there would actually be like a chat window that people could talk in. Um, what would be mm-hmm. the best route with that? Do you think we should do it in the future? Or is there a place that I could direct them to right now? That would be, I'd say, barryflow.com or... Where? You can drop it down. You can drop it down in the comments, Twitter, on the channel. We'll see it one way or another. Yeah, it's a little bit easier for. Yeah, we have our handles on our on our little uh hangout bars at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So we're definitely probably toward the end of our segment. We'll we'll address some questions at length. So if they want to send them in, we'll build them up and definitely work on those toward the end. Okay. Yeah, I was I was gonna take us from good technology and bounce that right Perfect. off of the of the uh, the parallax that I guess there is with uh, BlackBerry and Black Phone. Again, just kind of like another media sidearm coming in and in a facetious kind of way trying to do what BlackBerry does. Mm-hmm. Remarket that to a different segment. Uh, BlackBerry did kind of set the record straight, so to speak, and to how Black Phone is doing things and how they're doing things and. Overall, the message from that piece was BlackBerry is more. Black phones seem very, very segmented at a very, very key target market. It was more privacy focused, and BlackBerry was all about privacy, security, and the whole end-to-end solution therein. So it was pretty cool to see that from Black Phone and BlackBerry in comparison. Yeah, because Black Phone is like a, it's just a device solution. So, like for instance. Even if everybody in your company had a black phone, you still wouldn't get some of the advantages that BES would provide you, like the management services, the IT management uh, features, and all that stuff. So, I mean, they're, uh, they're they're different. They're different markets, really. Both of those products. Like, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't imagine seeing BES competing with uh, with black phone directly. Maybe the devices, maybe BlackBerry devices might be competing with them, but... I and it's, it's so interesting, because we just saw the German Chancellor pick up a Q10, and they brought in another security solution, SecuSmart, to actually secure the you know, the, the text message, the SMS messages, and, and voice calls. So you can see, like, BlackBerry may be able to partner with, you know, other companies and build a better Black phone with the QNX and the Bez, and bring all that infrastructure, you know, as a part of the offering. And I just don't think you can really secure anything with the name Android in it, you know? There's always going to be pitfalls and ways in, even if you lock it down. I just think the barrier there for how BlackBerry is going to kind of market against that is pretty low because BlackBerry has such a more substantial offering. I mean, could could we just be, like, honest for a second? People haven't – the average consumer hasn't cared that much about security, Um they really haven't for a long time. It's just like us BlackBerry people. We care a lot about security. And it's funny because the black phone is really more focused towards consumers than enterprise. I know they're probably going to try and get an enterprise. But like as BlackBerry was saying in the fact check, they were pretty much saying we're still enterprise and black phone is trying to be more of a consumer solution. But then it's like, 
well, what consumers really are looking for security, security, and then wouldn't they just go to BlackBerry anyways? So I think it's it's an interesting market, but I guess anyone, like BlackBerry said, anyone that's still trying to push security, anyone who's trying to push consumerity or con- security on consumers is a good thing for BlackBerry at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So it's actually kind of helping them in a, in a strange way. It's a, it's a mounting effort here. I mean, security is going to be so important as we explore this Internet of Things and, of course, the interconnectedness of all these devices. It it needs to be more at the, the DNA and the core of some of the other offerings from other companies out there. And it's a shame that it isn't because, you know, there's companies like Mobile Iron who are getting behind iPhones and then having security failures. Mm-hmm. You know, where does the blame go? It's a twofold blame because it has to be an end-to-end solution. Yeah, definitely. And Ethan, it, I'm not sure, but is it possible for like a black phone because it's Android? Is it possible to have BS on uh, like a a workspace on the black phone? Who knows? I, so even if you have a black phone, you could still be a BlackBerry customer, right? And that's the thing. It's so cool that they're uh, they're getting diverse with it. You know, like, we can't we can't solely rely on hardware to sell our software. We have to open it up. And it's great because they've now opened up to such huge markets on iOS and Android, so many other devices that they could manage. Definitely. So, like, here's a, 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 another segue here. We're going to take this off the, off the rails, so to speak. We heard recently that Google is absorbing Samsung's Knox. I think it's, it's a really interesting occurrence that Google would go to Samsung for security instead of going to BlackBerry. I, I really think BlackBerry needs to work to try to get in with the Google at Work uh, initiative because it's it's really going to be important yeah. for all of those other devices. So I wonder how BlackBerry can fight against and prove themselves against the perception of, of that partnership. I mean, Google symbiotically has to have uh, Samsung succeed because they're their biggest vendor at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I heard a lot of stories on this. Uh, yeah. It was interesting. I read an editorial that said that maybe Google picking up Knox is more about saving face for Samsung so that they wouldn't be ashamed or something like that. I'm not sure. I mean, Google, they've got a lot of intelligent engineers in there, and so they can probably come up with something. Um, and, I mean, they're the ones who are actually making the operating system, the Android operating system, and if they do the security stuff, I'm sure they can find a way to make it more secure. I mean, they're just trying to replicate what BlackBerry's been doing for since it started, right? BlackBerry's got that in-house solution with the OS, um, the BS stuff to keep it secure. And I mean, it's just that one integrated solution. And I think um, Google now purchasing or taking over Knox kind of gives credit to that, tri- that tried and tested um, thing that BlackBerry's been doing. I, I wish Jeremy was here because he had a lot to say about Knox and the Google takeover. Um, has, has there been a recent article saying that Google actually uh, like bought it or took it over? Because I remember seeing an article that said that Knox was ending or uh, it wasn't profitable for Samsung. Yeah, so, that so, the, is that the same article or are you talking about a different one? No, different, different. So that article came after Google I.O. where they actually yeah. announced this. So. It's a, it was a, more of an announcement of Google saying, like, yeah, we're, we're taking this from Samsung. And okay. you wonder, did, did money get exchanged there? The, you know, they never released the terms of those deals. Well, they but said it, that it just started working on Department of Defense. Like, it got accepted to that, and they're like, that's a weird time to just drop it. 
Like, BlackBerry's the only other they, person that could run on that. They had, like, a, a less than 2% penetration on Knox. Yeah. And, and from what I heard, they spent quite a bit of money trying to yeah. push it. And, I mean, it's not like Samsung isn't a publicly traded company. So, I mean, they have declining sales lately, even though they have a made, like, way bigger sales than BlackBerry, let's not kid ourselves, but even so, they've been seeing some declines for the past few quarters, and I'm sure there's some pressure to kind of just cut off stuff that isn't profitable, and right now, I don't imagine Knox was being very profitable for them. So it might have just been, like, the timing just aligned where they just need to let it go. They they probably thought, we have the numbers, so if we can, we could probably just kick BlackBerry out of the game right now. They probably figured it might be a real easy thing to do, take over BlackBerry customers, but they realize, oh, wait a minute, BlackBerry is not dead, and this is not as easy as we thought it would um, be. Yeah, so. divest. had to divest. Mm-hmm. And BlackBerry still has the highest certification to work in the Department of Defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and Knox, even if they did get a certification, it wouldn't be that high. Right, yeah. as, as far as I know. Yeah, well... I don't know and I, I think and I think that the Department of Defense right now is running on a Fixamo platform, and Fixamo, I believe, uh, you know, it's, please tell me if I am wrong on this, that Fixamo is running Bez 10 to manage all of those devices. So it's like a multi-tiered platform security system that they have at the DOD. And uh, I don't know if you guys had heard, Chen was talking about building a enterprise research center over in Washington. So they're they're getting close and nuzzled up over there in DC to help be the number one solution for those markets. Definitely. So, Lauren, do you want, do you want to bash Knox any bit? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't really have much to say about that. I just think it's, I mean, obviously we know how much BlackBerry pushes um, security and how big of a deal security is to all of us BlackBerry users. So, I mean, like we've been saying, it is really important that if, We've got such a big competitor. We really need to like show ourselves and kind of like force ourselves into the market instead of just kind of trying to get in there. We really need to take big steps to make sure that if security is our big thing, that that's what we're focusing on. And and that exact focus that you just mentioned kind of already is showing that you know Chen has definitely brought this company to be a much more focused machine as they attack this. This very niche specific market. Uh, we've seen the stock rise significantly since Chen's been in 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 the rain, so to speak. It's kind of interesting. Uh, I was speaking with uh, another editor at a BlackBerry website, and we were kind of talking back and forth about the fact that we feel like we're writing the same headlines that we were last year, or you know, this year the last time. That it's kind of been like a a replication. It's like, oh, we have a new CEO, Outlook, yeah. kind of shady, could be good, could be bad. We had, we had the fall, and now we're, we're back again, you know, kind of reset, primed and ready for another round in the ring. And uh, just a lot of the same things, you know, we're announcing Bez, we're, we're building on this, we're building on that. Uh, just really interesting to see the stock climb back. Where do you guys think it's going to end uh, toward the end of this year? Where do you see the price landing at <laughs> on Christmas <Optimistic>. Day? <laughs> Um, yeah, speaking, I see it maybe at uh, 14, maybe 15. I think right now the market is kind of valuing it a bit higher at $12 now around there because there's all this positive energy around John Chen. People feel a bit more confident. The shorts 
are starting to squeeze because they think that the company might actually turn around. So you have a whole bunch of people that were shorting who are now, you know, buying back and, and that's going to push the price up. So I think right now it's going to stay around $12, maybe push 13 and then it's going to be when the passport comes out. That's when we're really going to see where it goes from. Yeah, that's, that is the, the moment where it'll either jump up or jump down. Um, but my, my stepdad seems to think by the end of the year it'll be at 42 is what he was telling me. I was like, no. Yeah, I was like, maybe in a few years. He's like, you know, I, people are going to take security more seriously, and he's a big proponent of it. But then again, he's not invested in the stock. He wishes he had some money to throw into it. Um, I Yeah, I'm with Brandon on that, though. I, I'm thinking it could be up at $14 by the end of the year. Um, my friend who bought it in at 17 would probably feel a little bit better. Um, I've been telling him, I'm like, dude, like I just broke even right now, and he's like, well, yeah, but I'm still down 500 bucks. I was like, yeah, but I was down 1400, and now I'm even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, such, such a good feeling. Yeah, and, and you know that's how like that's how it just feels, the sentiment all around that we have broken even. We're yeah. on a much more level ground. We've got a lot more to offer on the OS side, coming yeah. on the hardware side with the passport. I know, and we'll we'll get to this, you know what is the fate of some of the higher-end devices that we still want to see. But before we get there, let's talk about Windows Beta. That is finally... Oh, is boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah, Windows Beta for BBM. Windows. Who wants to take this first? Because I have a few words. Let's you go, Lauren. No. So, like, the five people <laughs> I've ever seen, ever, with a Windows phone will not have the opportunity. Yeah. I don't know anybody with that. It's essentially what I see. I, 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 I know read, that's big words coming from someone who owns a BB10 device, but, you know, might as well. I read an, I read an article that, uh, that said something to the effect of, you know, we've got 85 million users, uh, you know, active users monthly on iOS, Android, and BlackBerry. You know, we're going to launch on Windows Phone, and we should have about 100 million. And it's like... Um, what? I think you know, there's not that many. Uh, and so no, I'm like the media. The media is just a little, you know. Come on, do your math. <laughs> but I don't. I don't. I think what that more so is is it's now it's more of an end-to-end solution yeah, yeah. where, um, you know, I, I'm the only person I can think of is my cousin, his girlfriend, his, like her brother works for Microsoft, so they're a big Microsoft family, <laughs> and he, he's he's a very big proponent of BlackBerry. Um, my cousin is, so he could finally BBM his girlfriend. They've been dating for three years, and now he could finally BBM. He's so excited. She's kind of like, <laughs> whatever. But um, what what I find most interesting is the fact that they went full native. And I actually, I didn't think this was a good idea for for a while, but now I almost would rather them take, you know, on Android and iOS and actually make it native rather than trying to do yeah. BlackBerry Town. What do you guys think? Completely they, agree. Okay. Completely agree. I, I also bring agree more with, users. Yeah, I also agree with you with the end-to-end solution because, I mean, look, Windows Phone, I mean, it is a pretty small market share, but, you know, it could be one person with a Windows Phone and a group of friends, even exactly. though there's 20 friends. That one person has a Windows Phone, you know, the group might feel like, you know, go, to WhatsApp, or go with WhatsApp, let's get WhatsApp kick. because everybody yeah, can talk, yeah. whatever, yeah. right? Now that they have it on Windows Phone, it's really it's just one less reason for people not to get BBM, which is always a good idea. I mean, like, if they can get on other platforms when they come out and stuff, I mean, it's, it's only going to benefit them in the long run in terms of attracting users. And, and I wonder, is that knocking on the door of 
BBM on Windows as a desktop solution. Uh, Lauren, I do have a question for you. In Wisconsin, have you seen any Windows phones at all? I don't know a single person that has a Windows phone, and, like, I don't... I know more people that have um, basic phones than, pe- like, than people that have Windows, <laughs> Windows phones. Windows phone is zero, but basic phone is, like, I don't know, like, five. That's what I'm trying to ask. Have, has any of you actually seen a Windows phone more no. than, like, three or four times in the wild. Matt, my cousin has it. I converted him. Because if you yeah, go no. on some forums and people are like, oh, I'm, like everybody's getting this Lumia 520, it's like, honestly, like I'd really like to see where these people people are because... But I haven't seen other people know. with Blackberries. Let's not be totally hypocritical. Um, I, I don't think I've ever, aside from my immediate family and the people that I've sold on Blackberry, I don't think I've ever seen a Blackberry in the wild. So. That's- that's because you're in, you're in, uh, Ever? Well, yeah, I, I genuinely, I, it's disappointing. Not, you're between the U.S. and Canada. I, mean, I know. Seen I know. <laughs> I've seen some legacy. Sense. I've not seen BlackBerry 10. I, sorry, I meant BlackBerry 10. Yeah. In, tr- in Toronto, I see BB10 devices daily, like a, a lot of BlackBerry 10. But then, like, that report came out not that long ago that Toronto, about 33% of new phone sales were BlackBerry phones, so. I mean, it's a bit of an exception. So yeah. while, while we were going on, Kevin actually hopped into the group. How are you doing, Kevin? Are you set up on your end? Doing much better tasting this fantastic apple juice of all things. Toning oh, it down this week. <laughs> Toning it down. <laughs> so well, actually, we're, we're just... A we're, we're, device in the wild, so, so just so you know. Nice. And he was actually a pretty cool that. guy, so that helps out. <laughs> nice. Uh, was what kind of device was it, Kevin? It was Z10. Z10? Yeah. Yeah, That's the standard, Z10 yeah. is like, I gotta love hate with the Z10. I know there's a lot out there, but I wish they all had Z30s. Me too. Yeah, I'm excited that this guy knew all about it. He was like, oh man, I put up, I side loaded, I've done it all. I was like, oh, okay. thank God. That's better, that's better. He, he was into it. That's I, the Z10 currently, anyone with the Z10 right now, I'm worried a lot of them will go over to the iPhone 6. And that's just because they don't, the battery life sucks on the Z10. And yeah. They're just not getting the, the full. IPhone, I know, but they're they're not getting the full BlackBerry 10 experience. And I'm like telling all my friends, mm-hmm. go to the Z30 and you will stay on BlackBerry. And they're like, yeah. but the iPhone 6. And I was like, yeah, but the Z10 is like a year and a half old. Like it's it's an old phone. What do you expect? I I, I kind of have a Z30. Like I have the the backing, I suppose. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but that's all I got. Cause, uh, yeah, I was gonna try to fix one, and uh, that one never got sent to me. I have I have a fantastic case. That oh, I can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, until then, yeah. until then, then I'll be pretend you have it. Yeah. Rocking the cues. My Z. That's so foul, bro. You need to get a full device. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, BlackBerry actually in BBM, since we we just talked about uh, Windows uh, Beta, just for BBM launching, they did launch some new stickers. How do you guys feel about stickers now that? You know, they have been around for quite some time. It seems to be the driving force behind what is monetizing BBM. Do you think they're selling well? Do you think we're making any money? I don't know. Well, if everybody on BBM is like, James, they're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Every day it's like a new sticker. I'm like, where did that come from? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so so I won't ever talk about stickers again on a... a (laughs) No, we love it. No, no, we love it. I'm joking. You gotta keep BBM going.
I, I think stickers would be great if you get guys like Pooter to get his, his stuff approved. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, it's, it's another plug. It's open, yeah. it, open it up. Like, I know there are different Pooters. This is some of Pooter's. Always repping, Kev. Always repping. I love it. I have to. You know, it it benefits them to open it up because then these artists are going to be like, a whole bunch of people, they're going to be like, I have stickers on BBM. Download the BBM app. Use it as your chatting app and download my stickers. And then people Mm -hmm. are going to like buy those stickers and Blackberry's just going to get like a percentage of the, they're going to get a cut of those stickers. So What do you think it is? Like they're they're selling these stickers at like $2. Do you think it's a 50-50 cut right there? Uh, I, don't know. I honestly haven't even reached out to any of those artists or those designers that have their stickers on there. I, I probably should. I mean, it's it's just uh, I've been just sitting back thinking about what it is they're really going to wind up doing. And yeah, I mean, you could tell. I mean, I think Alex even realizes that they're well ahead of what it is that we may think we're talking about. Um, I can come up with fantastic ideas, but chances are, like he says, I mean, they're well ahead of us. They know what they're doing. They have a whole team of these designers who are who are out there getting stuff done. Um, I think it's going to be more than just stickers, probably wallpapers, you know, getting into all those aspects. Like we saw some of those things were coming into the new BBMs. But uh, there's a lot more to it. I think, um, you know, slowly but surely, like we're, we're just getting into that mode where BB10 is really just starting to roll. It's starting to snowball. It's getting that, that effect. Right. And, we're, you know, we're still trying to keep pace with it now. Let me get on the record right now and say that I think 2015 is going to be a awesome year for BlackBerry. I think the maturity of the OS with the hardware, with the software and services that they're building on the enterprise back end, is just going to be a a really great year for BlackBerry. It's already been a really great year for BlackBerry, you know? We're we're, we're headed toward, you know, that halfway mark, and everything's looking good. Everything's looking up. We're seeing progress. Um, You know, deals are are being done. Like, you know, uh, some of those moves are actually being put into effect. How crazy are you guys for I mean, that, that's just something that we've been waiting for for, I don't know, how long have you guys been on BBM? We've had 40, 50, 60 million users, and we haven't, it hasn't been monetized. Like, I remember even WhatsApp had the $1 a year thing, which they kind of didn't even do for a while, but it's like finally they're taking that step and moving forward with it. Um, go on, what were you saying? Do, do you guys know anybody who's actually paid the $1 thing for WhatsApp? Because I know a bunch of people who, like, have WhatsApp, they've had it for years, and they've never been charged that $1, so... Dude, now that Facebook owns it, they probably, I don't, I almost don't feel like they will charge the dollar, because now they're just dominating with the amount of users they have, so it's like, at this point, why even charge it, especially if their competitors are free? Yeah. Yeah, I think I I I bought it one, you know, many moons ago when it first came out on, like, those older devices, I I definitely used it, and probably just by accident, I certainly didn't need to, but... (laughs) Yeah, I, I, you know what's funny? I actually made uh, several, several comments about two years ago when, when uh, all this was really getting into motion that, you know, 2015, BlackBerry would be back on top. <laughs> you know, I was even... You did? I, yes, I remember that. that the, the king, they'd take the throne back. Like, this is something I was saying years and years ago. Um, I think on the year off, maybe that's about it. By the end of 2015... Yeah, I think uh, I think there's a very good chance of that really getting uh, you know a lot of that market share back. And and that's the thing, it's it's uh as BlackBerry is focused right now, it's almost like they're giving up on the former glory and going after new glory. But you know, a lot of the fans, especially like us here, you know, we want BlackBerry to not only create new glory but kind of take back some of what's been taken from them. And I think it just shows 
at least for us, it's a testament to how much BlackBerry has gone through in the last like three or four years, and they've really changed and evolved, really shrunk down in size as well to continue to deliver those solutions that we love and use so much. Um, it's just really interesting. Again, across the time span, recently we had the AOL CEO come out with it in an interview and say that while he uses an iPhone and a, and a Samsung, he still uses his BlackBerry mainly because he's a CEO and he needs to get things done. I thought it was an interesting kind of point of view where you have multiple devices for multiple reasons. You wonder whether BlackBerry is going to create a device like the Passport or something else that's going to be able to address all of that in one. And really, I think that's kind of the front runner for where we're going to be seeing some of BlackBerry's future devices. What do you guys think? I wholeheartedly agree. I think that's exactly what they've pretty much done when they had the whole Android runtime put into it all. You know, so you're already diving into that entire aspect, that entire huge, you know, sea of users that are are all about those various types of applications, you know, for whatever ter- whatever purpose, whether it's your gaming, sure, they've got it in there. They're just showing that the device is more than capable of handling any of those types of, of applications. And, you know, the more potent that the technology gets, you know, the hardware coming into play, um, you know, those things being quad-core and just showing the maximum efficiency with, with the rest of it, uh, I, I really do feel like it's going to be far more important to what BlackBerry is doing now than anything they've done in the past. Because now it's, it's, it's really now or never, right? Like they're, they're either going to get this done right or they're not going to be around much longer. You know, that's the whole mentality with everybody. But I think they're well on their way of getting it done. It, it's pretty interesting that they're, one of their sales pitches for the Passport is that you can actually use like Excel with it. And a lot of people kind of laugh at it, and they're like, hey, I could just take my phone and turn it sideways, and you get that long view. But it's not usable. If you if you have a phone like this sideways trying to use Excel, it's a piece of junk. Sure, you see more, like, left to right, but once the physical keyboard comes out there, you're looking at, like, that much room. And I don't think anyone has ever used Excel seriously on their phone, on their touch touchscreen, like, all touch phone. And I think the Passport, like will really be the first device that you can actually use it, and it's not like a total joke. Um, I think it's really just been there in the past just for really viewing it, but I think actually editing it on the Passport might actually be a, like something that you can do that, that works. I agree. I mean, that's the, that's the first device that really is, you know, wide enough and portable enough, not so much like a tablet, you know. Yeah, yeah the tablets are nice, this, you know, per, this ancient relic, you know, but this thing is still too big to really carry around and tilt around on a regular basis for any little thing. But um, that passport, I think, I think I wasn't even really sold on it when, when I first saw the design. I wasn't. Yeah. And, you know, I'm still not necessarily the, the biggest fan of it, but I, I can totally see its benefits. Same here. Uses on We're, this, group is, this group is kind of, uh, this group right now is kind of half and half on the passport. I think, I think half of us are like, yeah. passport. Uh, like, <laughs> well, no, I don't know if I'll buy it. Like, I'm cheering for it. Definitely cheering for it. I don't know if I'll buy it. I'm like, I don't know. I think I'll, we're all I'll, for I'll be it. Buying it. I'll yeah. be buying it day yeah. one. This like, is my, it's, it's just that important to what they're doing. Yeah. Like, my heart is in, really going to touch phone. But, like, if the like if the passport comes out, I don't really want to buy it because, like, my heart is really set on a touch phone. But... I mean, if the touchscreen phone if if the touchscreen phone doesn't come out till like end of 2015, then yeah, I'll jump on the passport. You know what I mean? Not mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean. 
<laughs> no, I mean, um, when I initially thought the passport was going to be with the keyboard, I didn't think that the letters were going to be fixed in that location. I thought that was going to be more software determining what was going to happen. I didn't think that the symbols were going to wind up coming up actually on screen as opposed to on the keyboard. I thought we all mm-hmm. thought that, yeah. That's yeah, what I thought was really happening. So when you flip it over into a different different view, then this would also alter for you and make it, you know, a little bit more intriguing to, to everybody to really utilize it. Yeah. Like, oh, you're just holding your phone. There wasn't it. just one storm. There wasn't just one storm. There were two, you know? No, that's, that's true. <laughs> the same way, you know? But we, we have to be careful, too. I don't remember. We brought up in a previous podcast. It was like the NV2, or not the NV. I don't know. But there was a phone that flipped one way, and then it flipped that way. Like, you could see oh, my yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. And they had it so it actually changed depending on there, and it would change. So I don't know yeah. if they patented that technology, so BlackBerry might not actually be able to do it. I think that would be nuts if they can't do it. But that was really the only unique thing about that phone. Um, so hopefully there's not a patent that's not letting BlackBerry do it, but. I don't know. You know, patents are such an interesting topic when we talk about BlackBerry. This is a major segue from what we want to talk about, but who wants to talk about the Z3, you know? <laughs> uh, like, Black, BlackBerry in terms of, like, patents, they've got patents for fuel cells. They've got patents for keyboards that can help charge your device. They've got patents for flex screen devices. Like, you know, the, the propensity for what BlackBerry could build or what BlackBerry could leverage partners to help them build is immense, and I think that's something that Chen hasn't yet tapped into. But as profitability and you know uh, firmer cash pockets come come to hand, I think Chen's going to be working to actually build a lot of more uh, innovative things for BlackBerry. Kind of expand that hardware past the passport. You know, think about mm-hmm. embedded devices that aren't necessarily phones, but they're they're a little bit more. I mean, with the passport, as Alex kind of mentioned, being able to actually use Excel on a mobile device and it be a really good experience. It speaks volumes to what the device is going to be able to do for you. So when you kind of juxtapose that against the markets that they told us the passport was kind of intended for, you know, medical, being able to see MRIs and being able to send them to different devices, it's going to be interesting to see how the whole mobile landscape kind of matures to meet the level of the passport in terms of productivity. Again, I think it could be one of those devices that's ahead of its time. I just hope it's not too ahead that it gets lost on the consumer or on the user, rather. I think they're addressing the need. I mean, that's a great point. I, but they're they're addressing the need itself of various users, you know, with the disguise of, hey, this is just for enterprise. It's what they, they tend to always do, you know. But this, the, the device itself, there hasn't been anything like it. And that's something that's going to help it stand out easily against anything that's out there. And anything that comes after, it's going to be like, okay, well, they're clearly trying to copy this BlackBerry. And that the name BlackBerry is going to be in those people's minds as well. It's just going to keep on getting around. I hope it does well. I hope the enterprise has an open mind to be able to take the device and actually use it and appreciate it. That's the biggest, I think, barrier BlackBerry has, that people will use it for a day or two and be like, oh, I don't get it. It's not. just did, didn't sit well with me. I think BlackBerry 10 at least... You know, when it initially launched, was something that you kind of had to sit for with about three, three or four days to really, really appreciate the efficiency of the flow, the peak, the hub. Because all of that was pretty game-changing in a sense. No one, even to this day, has really copied a lot of those features. So, Alex, you want to bring up a tiny bit about uh, BlackBerry yeah, and advertising? Yeah, that's it's yeah, a core topic. Let's let's uh, 
<laughs> we're seeing this because I, I was just talking to Derek uh, about about this whole thing. So, you know, a lot of people he he brought up that people are always like, well, BlackBerry's going to start, you know, ten point one, they're going to start advertising, or ten point two, they're going to start advertising, ten point two point one, but they're not. And I was telling him I truly believe that with ten point three. Um, I don't know if we'll see TV commercials, but I think they're going to push it a little bit more. Now that they have this Amazon App Store, it's kind of a consumerish play. Mm-hmm. They're actually, they haven't said a word in the media that really that they run Android apps, or they can run Android apps. It's really been a thing that you have to learn through going online. But Black, we saw some advertising um, that BlackBerry actually started talking about Android apps. And then with this partnership, they started talking about Android apps on their phone. So I think 10.3 they will actually have the tools necessary to advertise a little bit. What do you guys think? Uh, 10.0, 10.3 is like night and day. Yeah. 10.3 is leagues more marketable. What I want BlackBerry to do is I want them to get on TV. I know people are opposed to the cash burn, doesn't hit enough of the users you need to hit. I would like them to do it almost in a BB fact check type of way just to put some information out there that people see and just and start nipping or knocking on the door of that uh, perception wall that they already have in the market. I'd like to see them market the entire portfolio of devices, not just one, you know, and, and a couple features. I'd like them yeah. to just kind of talk about everything yeah. in a broader sense. I'd love them to do, like, a hardcore, like, YouTube blitz. YouTube ads blitz? Yeah. I mean, I think because, like, most... Like a lot of news articles and, and different different types of news link to YouTube videos pretty often, uh, and I think it would be a good opportunity for to get more coverage that way. It's different than, I guess, I mean, there's always advantages to going to TV if you do news networks and, and stuff like that, but then again, if you do news networks, you kind of have to, uh, I would imagine, focus it on specific cities, specific uh TV stations, whereas with YouTube, I feel like if they just focus on that, it might have a bigger audience. I don't know, you what do you guys think? I, you know, speaking off of that, exactly, what, rather than even just doing YouTube ads, like playing at the beginning of the video, they need yeah. to get inside of the videos of the tech bloggers or whatever and, and do a little advertisement there. True, because, true. You know when you're right. watching a tech reviewer and they're talking and then for like a minute in the middle of it, they're like, you know what, we're just going to take a second, talk about our sponsors, blah, 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 blah. If Blackberry is put in there, and if it's if they actually if it was from someone they trust, like a tech person, rather than it just being an ad on YouTube, I think that would go a lot further. And that then also, yeah. Point. And then, like, what exactly should they advertise if they do advertise? Like, they they show the advertisement with the keyboard and they're typing. It's like you kind of you get it. Like, Blackberry has a nice keyboard, but like, what should they advertise? The hub, the Android apps, or what? What do you guys think? I think they should do um, kind of like what James said where, I mean, obviously you have to really um, show everything because um, if you just show one thing, like the keyboard, um, people are like, okay, well, whatever. I don't really care that much about the keyboard. So I think what they need to do is have, like, a bunch of different advertisements and put them in all different spots and, like, focus each one, like, very specifically. Like, okay, this commercial is going to be about the keyboard, but the next commercial is going to be about the hub. So that every time you see a commercial, it's completely different, but it still touches on every single part of BlackBerry 10 so that you really get a good overview of what it actually is. Absolutely. My thing is, the, the BB fact check is, is BlackBerry speaking out against 
some of the media that's already out there. I think BlackBerry is kind of in this place where the consumer doesn't know who they are and neither does the enterprise. Neither side is sure as to what BlackBerry is and what BlackBerry has to offer. I think BlackBerry needs to reaffirm that. Don't sell me the device. Don't sell me the, 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 the minuscule feature. Sell me the solution. And that's just give it, give us some kind of consistent marketing message. Give us something because it's been very disparate, very broken and fragmented and yeah. it's kind of been a, a loop as to who this device is actually for. Is it the soccer player or the businessman? Yeah. You know? They should so really, they, sorry. They should, uh, they should really play off of that, like this, that lifestyle of like a CEO type of thing with Blackberry because everybody knows that Blackberries, you know, a lot of CEO, CEOs use Blackberries, but if you kind of, did more of like a, a like advertise that lifestyle of a CEO. People would would like equate Blackberries with success, you know. They Which should I show th- a CEO yeah, hiring a whole group of iPhone users and just pick them out for company. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like going off again, of huh? what, yeah. what James was saying. Though, so you're saying more so, James. I don't want to put words in your mouth that they should advertise the OS more so than the devices. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I I would rather you not show me a device at all. You know. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. I'm saying, so you should you should advertise the OS, not the device. Yeah. Is what you're saying, correct? Not not even. Like, no. Tell me what, what? tell tell me what you're Blackberry. Still be Apple. You want you want no. to be Apple. Chicken fat. Even those are showing the devices. I want to know what BlackBerry does more on a software side than a hardware side. I know a lot of these ads are about selling the phones. I'd rather BlackBerry come out and affirm who they are to the public. Do you want that. them to show that commercial with the, the the NASA spaceships and stuff? Like, do you think that, that would be good? Would, I mean, but we're saying that. I think start. so too. But but is that what consumers want to see? Do they want to know my phone has the same operating system as you know space or the the satellites from? From Mars yeah. or the, like, is that what yeah. people want to see, or was that not really? <laughs> again, again, again look, looking at it as a microcosm, you know, it's just a smaller part because Black yeah. that that advertisement was all about Q and X. It wasn't yeah. about BlackBerry, you know. It wasn't about everything yeah. else that comes along with that. I'm talking about that and more. Tell yeah. me what BlackBerry is. It's very diverse. It's very complicated. You know, make it easy for everyone to be able to relate and appreciate BlackBerry for what it has to offer. The reasons that we all love and appreciate BlackBerry. Security, productivity, efficiency, shit, shit, getting shit done, kicking ass. What, <laughs> kicking Derek, ass. Derek mentioned this, and I, I think it's it's pretty true. Do you think that BlackBerry should actually go out there and say, have an advertisement, this is BlackBerry 10 and it's not BlackBerry OS? Like, tell people that we're, we're on a new, you know, system. This is not BBOS, what all of you think that we are. Or would that be hurting that? Like, what do you think they should even deal with any of that? Yeah, they could that do that in a way without without really, um, you know, hurting down what they've done. I mean, what they've accomplished is outstanding. I mean, let's be honest about it. They really, really innovated for well over, you know, a, a two decades here. So yeah. think about it. You know, this is definitely something that has changed the scape, and it's really moved where we are now with mobile phones and mobile devices to a whole new era. You know, so iPhone decided to try to take over. You know, they tried to make just a touchscreen, replace anything that BlackBerry could have done, and they still haven't been able to do that. Guess who who did that? BlackBerry did. They put that in BlackBerry 10. They really keep innovating more and more. And so this is just another avenue where, yeah, I think they should 
put one of those types of commercials there, like you're talking about that Q&X commercial, um, just to number one, that, I think before I, I go any further, that commercial actually hit home to a lot of people. And I think, yeah. like to myself, I'm sitting here watching, I'm like, this is actually uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm like, this, this guy's making sense. Hold on. Okay, all right. And it was just so well done. And to, to, to fathom the reality that they have not put that out. <laughs> what are you doing? That's one of the things that will get people interested and keep that focus on for the company and give them a reason to to really continue using those types of products. They keep this, showing this they keep showing that that exact advertisement. They showed it like two years ago on stage, then during the last earnings call, I think they showed it there and it's like, why do you keep showing this internally? Like you guys realize it's a good commercial. So yes. Like put it out already. You needed it. It's, a too, long it's time. too long for television. It's too long for television. I know. For a Super Bowl ad, no. I think that that's a Super Bowl ad. Million dollars, thirty seconds. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, yeah we, we have we have seen as well. You know, when, when we're talking about kind of the global reach that BlackBerry has right now, they've really consolidated the rollout of their devices. They're focusing more on more concise launches in key emerging markets. So we have seen the Z3 reach almost all of its intended markets, at least this uh, 3G variant. It's just recently launched in UAE, South Africa, a couple other uh, denominations out there as well. What? Yeah, South Africa. And there's a, definitely finally getting like that full reach. They sold 2.6 million devices, I believe, last quarter. This next quarter coming up, if we see them bring in numbers of like three to five million devices, I mean, where do you think the stock is going to go? I know that uh, Prem Watsa has been quoted online, reading this off of our BBM channel, by the way, <laughs> that uh, the stock was quoted at, to be at 40 by the end of 2015. So you wonder, like, what could be building here? If, if internally, again, that we're speaking, they have that kind of outlook on, the, on their company. Do you guys think like the Z3 is doing better than we expect, or it's kind of a mixed bag? I think it's doing all right. I think they can sell three to five million devices this next quarter and kind of sh- show people that the device we've hit the bottom already and we're curving up. I agree. I think it's I think it's an easy mark. I mean, when when so many people were talking about what like twenty five dollars a share, you know, trying to get it to that point, I think if it surpasses that, once it hits thirty. I think people should really look out because it's going to skyrocket from there. I mean, this is something that from where we are now, where we've been just within a, a year ago, you know, we're talking like the brink of extinction for BlackBerry. And then to see that much interest in such a short amount of time, I think it's going to really, really take this company to another level. The only issue I see from a shareholder perspective, from my perspective, is that if they start selling these three, four, five million devices, like Z3's next uh, quarter, for instance, then the conversation is going to turn into more of a device sales conversation, whereas I think for the past few quarters, they've been trying to shift that conversation over to... To software. Yeah, software and type yeah. stuff. So I'm not right. sure if it's maybe going to you know, take them back to where they were. So, like, for instance, like, I, I just don't see device sales being a very good long course. Yeah, oh, long, long play for them. I see devices eventually kind of, you know, moving off to maybe just getting Foxconn to do all the devices. But I also That's think exactly, that... I, I, I agree with you, Brandon. I do. Because, yeah. I mean, we're, 
the Fox Con deal is finite as is, you know, so it's this five year kind of commitment to test and trial. I think yeah. long term device devices are gonna be so ubiquitous and everything's gonna be so open and easy to connect, especially as the Internet of Things progresses. Yeah. It will kind of become more the management back end of all of that is gonna be a lot more important. But yeah. I know I know what you're saying from a device perspective that and we like, don't want are, them to focus solely on that. Yeah, like what are the margins on the devices? No one knows what the margins are on the devices. So I mean like it could sell five million, ten million and we don't really have a clue on whether they're making one dollar or you know what John Chen has said and, and why I think the uh the hardware gambit is still worth playing is that he said if we sell ten million devices, we'll have profitability on that so that segment of our business, yeah so everything above that is kind of just like whatever it doesn't have to be yeah. our focus as long as we're hitting that that point where we have profitability, we can al- yeah. allow ourselves to focus on that you know the rest of that uh Offer, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, and, and it's not just phones, people. You know, <laughs> devices yeah. doesn't just mean phones. You know, so you're looking at various things that they're tackling. And yeah, clearly they're going after the software game because they have quite possibly the most potent OS there is backing it. You know, so it's clearly going to touch in different, you know, different aspects of everything that we do. Everything that we have our hands in today, whether it's your energy efficiency, where it's going to wind up being uh, pretty much anything from auto to, you know, medical, like we already know about those things. It's really going to just be a simple matter of them just pushing the on button and saying, okay, let's go. We're ready. I wish they'd turn the on button on blends. Damn. <laughs> oh, man. That's something that's going to really take off. So once you, I think that, that whole Foxconn deal was more than just, you know, being a test or a litmus test for, for the device aspect of it. It's really to see how much interest is still out there for BlackBerry. And if, if they can really just get a whole new area of people interested, yeah, these emerging markets are going to feed into anything that they wind up putting out there too. So it's not just these cell phones. It's not just, you know, any tablets. It's going to be far more than that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like busting out laughing because Brandon. I see. <laughs> I had an emergency, guys. There was a spider on my leg. <laughs> it was the, the biggest thing ever. <laughs> I can't believe it's so calm. Oh, man. These Canadian spiders, you know. Play that off. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I was like, where's it going? So, uh, I see the radioactivity swirling around you right now. <laughs> did, you, did any of you guys watch the QNX webinar that they oh, did? Dude. I signed up for it, and it's. I, I went to click the button because it sends you an email that says, add this to your calendar, and I'm like, sweet, this is awesome. And I click the button, it opens up the browser and starts to download like a, a config file. I'm like, yeah, oh, never mind. I, I forgot to add it to my calendar, so I slept right through it. And then I'm like, I thought I signed up for this, and I, I was like, I can't watch it. Like. Has anyone seen it, or can you rewatch it anywhere? Because I want to see it. So Alex stood up probably interrupted with some news about LeBron James anyway. So, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> yeah, Brent. it's probably on the uh, it's probably on the same it's probably in the same area that they have the ten point three, uh, I think Jam Direct Jam or something. They have that on on some BlackBerry website. If you go okay. to that same link that they have on the developer. Um, blog. I think they'll probably have that webinar there as well. I'm not sure though. But like, so no one saw it. No, and I'm so mad about it. 
I saw someone live tweeting it. I'm trying to f- pull up their uh, their Twitter. We can at least pull some content from it yeah. and discuss it here. Bear with me. Lauren, <laughs> you're on Twitter a lot. Did you see anything interesting about the uh, <laughs> I actually didn't. I don't even know anything about that, so... Like, no, I was looking at cats the entire time. <laughs> I was tweeting about my Q10, so I was too busy. Oh. Congratulations, by the way, Lauren. It's called, trans- it called um, Transform Business with the Internet of Things. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's on the developer blog, then. I think it's Is right it? there. Yeah, it should be. Or on inside Blackberry. Blogs.blackberry.com. They have a... An article about how IOC can help business. business with technology things. Yeah. Q- oh, it's qnx.com forward slash. Wait. This is okay. a stupid webinar so, registration. Yeah, it's right there. Oh, okay. So what, James? So I did find, I did find uh, a BlackBerry Elite who was posting about uh, some of this stuff. Uh, I'll put the hand. I'll put the handle into the the, the source at the bottom because I don't want to butcher okay. how it goes. But uh, you know, BlackBerry QNX Project Ion enables delivery software updates to IoT devices to debug, monitor stats. It's not only a cloud; it's a platform. So I'll continue with another here: automotive kiosks, iBeacons, uh, collect data in secure QNX cloud. Project Ion is an application platform with a complete lifecycle, so you're able to do updates and everything through this platform. Um, cool, just a little side note here, free for non-commercial use of the QNX IoT platform. So that's really cool that they're actually opening that up for free non-commercial use. That is huge, in my opinion. Um, BlackBerry Bez for enterprise, or BlackBerry Bez for enterprise data is what QNX Ion will be with a secure cloud end-to-end encrypted messages built to a massive scale. So that's just some tidbits, some pulled uh, some tweets from a live tweet. I'll, again, I'm going to put the source uh, down in the article okay. relating upstream, but really cool stuff that they're announcing, yeah. you know, just talking more on what this QNX cloud platform is actually going to be able to offer people. I just want to speak about, like, for instance, like that updating cars and all that stuff, uh, just from my background as a transportation planner. Um, I worked for a transit agency, and transit agencies, they often, um, when buses go into the shelf to, like, the, the maintenance yards at the end of the night, they upload a lot of information to a central database and stuff like that so that, like, transit planners can get information, like, how many people are boarding and stuff like that. If you think about when, with QNX and the cloud internet things, you could have cars that are actively, when they get home to a Wi-Fi router or if they have 3G LTE or something in the car, they can constantly be communicating communicating on the fly as you're driving and give diagnostic data to um, car manufacturers as well as maybe maybe you could be registered to your own dealership and they could get that diagnostic information. So when you're going in, well, before they even see you, they already have your diagnostic information there and they know what's likely to be wrong with your car right then. Or they could probably just send an update if it's like a, a computer issue on your car and you don't even have to come in. It's a lot of really and cool stuff that is. Yeah. You can imagine. You can imagine as well. Like I, I know, on my parents have a Prius, and it and it has a pre QNX. The the newer the newer cars, I do believe, run QNX. But uh, uh, 
the Prius, you actually have to go in and pay a $200 fee to the carrier for them to upgrade, not the carrier, the, uh, the dealership to actually upgrade the car to the latest uh, services. So it's just kind of uh, interesting. You, as they bring a, a cloud platform to be able to secure all that, that makes you wonder, you know, are the life cycles of car infotainment systems going to increase to kind of be more on point with what you have on mobile devices and computers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Lawrence Trust Prius. Sorry, I'm laughing about <laughs> I have two Priuses in my family, though, so I'm with you, Jim. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm Someone's got to save the environment. I drive a Volkswagen. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I, I, this is, um, speaking of, like, Priuses and stuff like that, what, what is the big manufacturer of, like, battery cars, and they're, like, destroying the or They're doing amazing things. What, they're Tesla. expensive cars. Tesla. 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 So I, I don't know if I mentioned this previously or whatever, but I was reading this article that they actually made some of their um, technology, like, public. They had a patent open for source, it. But they, yeah. yeah, they, like, open source it. Simply to reduce, like, the difficulties of building. Okay, they're explaining. This is actually kind of interesting. That yeah. currently building a car, there are so many moving pieces, and it's ridiculous how, like, complex it is. But we've gotten to the place where we're very efficient with it. But then here's, like, electric cars. There aren't as many moving pieces, and the problem is we're not as efficient with it yet because it's such a new technology. So yeah. we need to get to the point where we're efficient, and that will bring the prices down, and then it'll be a normal thing. So by well, Tesla making yeah. this open source, more people could become more efficient with it, and it'll drive the prices down. More people will get cars because at the end of the day, it makes sense for us to be on electric over this complex, you know, current system. So. Yeah. Yeah, actually, it's really interesting because a lot of the big shifts we've seen over the past 10 years have been a lot to do with, like, computers and stuff like that, with with small type of devices, like mobile phones. They've gone from being huge desktop computers to being, you know, something you can stick in your device, in, in your pocket. But with cars, the reason Tesla's doing this is because you can't just get everybody to change their car out of the blue. Like, yeah. these things happen over, you know, decades, maybe over, like, 20, 30 years, this happens, right? And so they're making it open source to kind of take down those barriers so that, you know, the other manufacturers don't have to waste time developing their own system of delivering electricity so that they don't infringe patents or have to pay royalties. And I think yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to help a lot, unless there's a yeah. new type of, like, engine that they can come up with that doesn't use electricity or something. I don't know. But, yeah, there's a lot. It's really interesting. It's a very interesting topic. Yeah. Totally hmm. off-blackberry related, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk Elon has a, a pretty good idea of what he's doing over there. He's making yeah. a couple bucks. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe maybe one day it will be a, a BlackBerry conversation, but not today. What? That's true. I, I guess, Elon, I think he's making most of their money from selling to Boeing, like these big batteries to there, because I guess mm -hmm. the old batteries they had, they were like starting on fire, which is not <laughs> a good thing to happen in planes. So I guess huh. he figured out this little tweak, and it's like, oh, this is how you do it so it doesn't start on fire, but it's patented, and he, they're keeping this patented, and this is where they're making sick money, because Boeing needs <laughs> to be buying these batteries, because... You know, you can't have batteries starting on fire. So it's kind of like they're they're making this other stuff open source, you know, for the longevity of everything. But anyways, that's an, I think this means that we're getting off topic towards yeah. 
closing? Does anyone else? <laughs> yeah. have any yeah, other? Yeah, what we'll do, we'll, we'll transition to some of the topic points on the BBM channel, and okay. then we'll wrap it up shortly. We have been here for so a fair bit of time. Michael. Yeah. Kev hopped in, you know, he brought, he brought that new life, so. <laughs> apologies, my apologies, fellas. I'm late. So, what do you guys think are some ways that we or BlackBerry could counter some of the negative press and specifically change the mindset of some of the tech bloggers? Do we keep sending them devices to then review badly? Or do we, do we, do we advance that conversation with them and kind of do we need to take these people to a boot camp to, like, teach them how to love BlackBerry Tech? Like, what is it going to take to actually level the playing field on that end of the spectrum? I think, it, it, to, uh, I think you give it to key people as opposed to just random tech bloggers or anybody who just wants to talk about it when they clearly have no concept or they're too devoted to some other, you know, some other type of device, you know, where they can't really have an open mind about it. Um you have to, it's just something that's going to wind up having to be done. You know, you can't just take the opinion of anybody who's reaching out to so many different thousands of people on a regular basis with just misinformation. It's like trying to get the most uh, most accurate article out of, like, Seeking Alpha. It's just a little too difficult to do. Yeah. I, well, I, well, you know, do you guys know of John Rettinger? He's a Techno mm-hmm. Buffalo guy. He started yeah. Techno yeah. Buffalo. He would be a good guy. Yeah, he was always big into BlackBerry, like, legacy a while ago, but now, but he's actually trashed it a lot lately, but there was, I think, three or four weeks ago, he actually talked about some BlackBerry news and said, you know, I'm actually liking, you know, this deal with Amazon, um, getting some Android apps native, and he kind of, he said he was pretty hopeful about BlackBerry, which is total flip turn from, he was saying they were dead, you know, mm-hmm. a few weeks prior to that, and then he said they're kind of hopeful. So I'm really, I have a lot of faith in 10.3 and this whole Amazon thing, um, I'm hoping that the, the major tech bloggers, they at least like legacy BlackBerry enough where they'll give this another chance, hopefully. And that, that's the thing. It's like, dude, does BlackBerry reach out and, and, you know, give them a passport here? Tell us what you think. Are they looking for that appraisal like they were at the Z10 launch where they had to send these devices out to even get the mind share out that it even existed? But every, uh, I think every company still does that. No matter how big or small, they still send the, the test I, devices to the reviewers. I don't know. The Verge never got a Z30. Never saw a review. Never saw. I, I think 10.2.1 or 10.2 wasn't a big enough leap for them. Yeah. Wasn't I, ready. Like, it's, it's not ready to show until you got all your guns ready for it. You know, don't don't yeah. try to. So they'll have a passport. So they'll have a passport. They, they'll have a passport. I don't know about a classic, but definitely a passport. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just just send them a little a little care package. Here's all three and a yeah. D. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, with add in some premium headphones, you know. Dude, right? That's what they need to do. They need to send <laughs> the passport with a Z30 on both on 10.3 and then some premium headphones. And yeah, you know, we're good. Because those good. headphones you get with the Blackberries now are like scary to my ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they could um, the right ears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hurts my heart, man. <laughs> So, so do you yeah. think like a uh, marketing marketing budget behind 10.3? Do you think we're going to see it anywhere but enterprise or do you guys 10.3.1 I think. Yeah. So, so next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think 10.3 I mean, based on what they're like a lot of people are asking can be big. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a blurred line, right? I mean, not the not the song, but just it's it's a, a fine line there that you're really walking. 
when you're talking about just marketing to enterprise and, you know, eventually going to consumers, consumers are going to get their hands on it. It's, <laughs> they don't yeah. need to really focus only on consumers. They're already doing it. Consumers are the ones showing the interest. They're the ones going crazy for it. We're the ones who are trying to search every single website 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. trying to find the latest leak, the latest bit of info, any snippet, any picture, whatever it might be. We're interested in this stuff. You know, we're the ones who are going to wind up driving it one way or another. And, you know, that to, to have a focus strictly on, on enterprise means that it's going to have to be professional grade. You're not looking at just some, some, you know, small time, you know, little bit of coding or application that most people can do that don't spend a lot of time on it. You know, we have plenty of people in our group that take their time to really get these things going to make sure it's efficient for the, each specific phone that it's catered to. You know, it, it has to be up to par. And I think they're going to wind up hitting a home run with this every single time. I'm hoping they pull out some stops and just be like, yes, this is what you've been waiting for. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the playbook is back. He's kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> no, stop people, it. Stop. People are going to hate me for that. Yeah. <laughs> the sure press playbook. Oh, I'll, get I'll get out of the way. I'll get out of the way. Oh, no, no, no. Imagine what kind of surgeon John Chen would be if he resuscitated the playbook. Imagine what, the, imagine what that would say to the customer base of BlackBerry. Honestly, if he did that, people would be, like, losing their shit. They'd be like, oh, my God. Yes. BlackBerry yes. is the best ever. But they just revived the three-year-old dead product. Like, <laughs> no, if they throw it's them a so bone now, though, if they throw yeah. them a bone like blends integration or something like that, yeah. I think that'll suffice. Mm-hmm. They'll that would be pretty something. Good. Throw us a playbook Throw us. Yeah. I just wanna. I wanna urge anybody who is watching with the Z10, and in the slightest are thinking they want to check out the iPhone six or iPhone six Air or whatever. Wait for 10.3. It's a free upgrade. It is a free upgrade. Your Z10 will be getting a huge boost in speed and apps and everything. Um, you won't even. You'll you'll rather buy the Z30 or just stay on your Z10. So just 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 wait for the update. It might be coming out uh, October, November, December. I don't know, but just wait, please. If you're thinking of switching from BlackBerry 10 to an iPhone, we're gonna find you. <laughs> but uh, no, I don't know. It's uh, it's an interesting landscape because now you can kind of enjoy some of the BlackBerry uh, experiences on other devices. Yeah. It's a nice little synergy that they've opened up on the enterprise and PBM side. Um, I'd like maybe perhaps to see some other BlackBerry applications uh, go cross-platform. I'd like to maybe see you know the BlackBerry keyboard or something for like a dollar on iOS and Android. Yeah. You know? They, I, yeah, they really need to make BBM. They need to make BBM native because, like, I was talking to my brother the other day. He has a Z10 now, and he said he still doesn't want his iPhone friends to get BBM because when he had an iPhone, the the experience wasn't all that great. They need to just say, hey, you know, in order to get big, we need to make it native to the platform rather than trying to put BB10 cascades inside of iOS and Android. But yeah, it's not it's not so, as pleasant as it should be. Yeah. People are getting the wrong impression of what BBM really is, you know, yeah. us and we have a totally different yeah. perspective on it. And it's it's just not the same on the others. I mean the the Windows beta one that we that we saw leaked out. As ugly as it is, it's good. I, I think some of it looks pretty good, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree, yeah. 
you know, it's 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 a lot better than the Android versions and, and the iOS versions. So everybody loves a native app, you know. Exactly. Even if you're on Android, you know, you prefer. Who knows? It's been taking a while for like the uh, the video update to come out, so maybe it's uh it's because they're working on these new UI stuff, you know. Please. Who knows? I need please. I was like, forget it. Who knows? Uh, I want video bad. I want video to come along with the lens. I think we've been waiting a good amount of time. Like the BBM anniversary, like give us video. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. I guess that would that would upset the people who like on Crackberry forums. They have I think six or seven copies of BBM uh, running on their phone. First of all, I just want to say to you guys, please stop. Why do you need six BBMs on your Z30 or Z10? But that's just another topic. Um, <laughs> we do not want to go down that path. <laughs> you, can never, you can never have too many BBMs on a device. Uh, all right. That's how, like, BBM, well, that's how, how many BBM watches get delayed. We'll start. What? <laughs> Wait, how what? many stickers you could send with seven? Oh my god, James, you need that. <laughs> no, because I would have to rebuy on all of those Blackberry IDs. Very true. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I'm dealing Imagine. with that right now. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do it. I heard there's an interoperability issue on iOS, so if you buy a, a sticker pack on Blackberry 10 and go to iOS, you can't restore those purchases. I heard that too, I heard that too, and I was telling that to somebody, I'm not going to say who, um, and they argued with me, and I'm like, and they convinced me that's not the case that it's been fixed, but I kind of still disagree. But I don't know. I remember reading about <laughs> I haven't tested it, but I disagree. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So it might, it, it might be fixed. I don't know. I'm just so. waiting for, you know, some kind of uniformity with with just BVID for us, period. It, does, it shouldn't matter what device we have. Um, you know, we should be able to have multiple IDs. Just link them whichever way. <laughs> All the purchases... Yeah. I wonder, is it a security thing? Like, wh- why hasn't it happened already? Why are there not multiple admins for BB? Never mind, BBM channels at like, the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Wait, but I'm curious, why, why? I'm trying to think of how that totally makes sense. I, like, I have multiple BBIDs because I have, like, developer devices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. why exactly do you want them linked, per se? I mean, I'll, because of the purchases. <laughs> purchases is one thing. Uh, I've had one particular ID for, you know, quite some time now. You know, I'm just, I mean, they're probably assuming, why, why would you have two BlackBerry 10 devices? Mm-hmm. No, 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 I'm being used yeah, on a network at the same time. I, I no, mean, no, no. I'll swap out the SIM. I'll swap out the SIM, but I'll... Oh, and that's... Okay, see, wide. that's where you run the problems. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. So, so what's, what's been going on, because I'm not going to pay for two phones, but I don't really need yeah. to, but, you know, I'm using mobile, the mobile data on one to, or, you know, the uh, the mobile hotspot to really just keep things going and, and just try different things while I'm testing out devices, you know, rocking rock the, you know, 10.3 on, on the Z10 and, you know, just the official on, on the Q10. Okay. Trying to see the differences go back and forth and... You know, it's just one of those those little aspects of that that I, I find extremely frustrating. Yeah, which you're not on CDMA then, because, like, we can't just no, swap out. Really just yeah. It's, yeah, so I'm not used to that. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense then. Yeah, I left Verizon a long time ago. Well, about, like, if you have, like, an iPad or something, right, like a, a tablet, and you have a BB10 device, wouldn't you want, like, your BBM account on your iPad linked to the, the same account? That's that's right. You can. Can't you? I thought you can't. No. no. You no? Have to, okay. Well, that's where I got told. Yeah. Yeah. 
that like you have to log out of BBM on your phone, and anybody who has more than one group on BBM will probably strongly be against doing that. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's definitely a fault of Blackberry. I didn't think of any of that stuff. That's it that's, takes yeah. so long to. Do it's that. not it's like a, if you just have contacts, it's not bad. But like if you groups. have groups, it's not something you like. You can do very quickly, and that you would want to do very often. You're gonna to want to leave your phone plugged in for a good like four or five hours. Yeah. Can I can I take a quick survey here? Can I take a quick survey. I want to go across the board here. Let's start with Lauren. How many BBM groups are you in right now? Uh oh boy, how many am I in? I don't know. I have to check. You didn't are give you us a cat's group. I'm open. <laughs> I'm in four. <laughs> Jeez. Four. How four. many active are you? How many active? Four Three. active. Three active. Okay. Kevin, what about, what about you, Kevin? I'm in uh, five. Active? Heavily active, three. Okay. So, okay, okay. We, we're getting at that median number here. Uh, Brandon, what about you? How many groups are you in and how many of them are active? I've got five and I'm heavily active in three. I got one that's kind of active because it's my family, but, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. These numbers you guys are saying so low because that's my least active one. Yeah, I just left like four groups. I think I like the other day left four groups. Right now I have ten, but like three of which one is like a few of my friends. There's like three of my my in real life friends because we you know say we all want to hang out whatever. I have one with my my family and then one with my dad's side family. Um, so those are like three that aren't very active, but they're kind of important. But then I have like. I think two other active ones that I'm actively in. Barry Flow is probably the most active. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I love how like everyone gets up in the morning and then we're all like, huh? What? Yeah. <laughs> I got a BBM, everybody. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when when you're into a conversation for about an hour, right? When you're into a conversation for about an hour yeah. and then somebody else comes in and says, "Oh, hey, good morning." Yeah, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, so, so I'd say really maybe three really active ones I'd say. But so James, what about you, James? I have I have three groups and three of them are active. Really? Well done. Yeah. I used to, I used to have like twenty and I was like this is killing my Z time. Not happening. Literally yeah. killing it. Yeah. Not happening. I had to cut I, I have a I have a couple of them that I'm just waiting, I'm just trying to build up and, and trying to really get acclimated with how to use everything as efficiently as possible. Before I really dive out, what it's going to be for you know my two different bands, or it's going to be just my art one that I've been making for to like designers and artists to, to try to get together. Um, once that's ready, once I figure it out well enough, and I think I can really devote enough time to it, then I'll really just push forward with it because it's just uh, it's it's a lot of maintenance, man. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. To go through. Mm-hmm. James, if you close, if you don't have BBM open, and you're only using in the hub, like I very slow go to the hub that one group. It's probably not draining my battery unless I'm opening up the actual BBM app, because otherwise it's not even like pulling the data, right? I would imagine. Yeah. Well, my issue, my issue was, was that I was like constantly getting notifications, like oh. PIM was like pulling like nobody's business. And on okay. back when I was doing this on the Z10 on like 10.1, like, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. the leaked the leaked 10.1. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I, re- I remember back in the day, I'm, like, doing all those little videos and stuff about all those leaked OS. Way back when. <laughs> so fun. So fun. <laughs> no, but, uh, 
So let's let's close this up. Last topic we're going to talk about. Uh, I had kind of mentioned it to tease it a little bit earlier that I think 2015 is going to be a really strong year for BlackBerry. I think for 2015 is going to be the year of the all touch, so to speak. I think we're going to see a couple of cool new devices. I think we'll probably see uh, toward the end of 2015, so like Q3, Q4, we'll see a high-end all-touch, the Z50, the 64-bit OS that we've been looking for. Um, You're saying end of 2015? Yes. Q3, calendar Q3, 2015. Too far. I think before then, before then, then, I think we're going to see a mid-range all-touch built by Foxconn. Somewhere along the line. I'm going to have to get the passport then. If that's the case, I'm going to just yeah. have to. I'm not going to get the freaking jet. If it's like, if it's they'll, just I think three Oh, man. Not touching that. I don't think that'll be. I think they'll, they'll be a, some, some more of a mid-range type device. I think it'll still be 5-inch. It'll probably look like the Z3, just be like a Z3 Plus. Oh, okay. Know? I mean, like, if it has... And who knows? Like, it, it, if that's a decent screen... Like a better screen than this had three. If it has the resolution of the Z10, maybe. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it has, like, a better processor. You know, maybe some blends. Has to have blends for me, you know. I just can't wait for blends to come out, you know. Like, I just... It's been like that fruit that's been dangling, and, like, I've just... So, so in a a previous podcast, in a previous podcast, talking about low-hanging fruit here, (laughs) uh, (laughs) we had discussed... We had discussed that perhaps, you know, it was going to be this VPN-only enterprise, you know, blend solution. And, you know, recently Brandon had heard himself that it more is going to be open to everybody with Bez Aspects. Is that correct? Yeah, like, well, my source told me that last he heard was that it's going to be open to everybody. Um, Of course, you know, take that for what it is. Like, he could be wrong. Um, he hasn't been wrong very often, but, you know, that's not to say he can't be wrong this time. And I just, like, Alex brought up some really good points. Wait, was it not last podcast, the podcast before, about how there's all this blends integration already in the three ten point three leaks and the media apps and stuff. And I just think it makes sense that blends is going to be available to everybody. I just, It's one of those things where, like, it doesn't make sense to lock it off to BES because you really, you can't use it based on what I've seen. You can't use blends unless you have a VB10 device. So, I mean, like, I just don't see how what the potential, like, benefit for them would be to lock out people who purchase their device but don't have BES. And yeah. unless you work for, a, a, like, a company that has BES, it's not like you can purchase your own BES for your home or something, right? So I, I just don't see the logic behind, like, if they were to lock it off. Blend, yeah, Blends is BlackBerry Link version 2. They're just, they realize, you know, a lot of people dislike Link, even though it has some good underlying features. Um, but I think this is their final, like, jab at, here's 10.3, here's new BlackBerry Link, now called BlackBerry Blends. And I think they're, this is, you know, Chen. This is what Chen wants to do, right? I don't know. Yeah. He's unifying everything, right? I mean, that's, that's this his goal. This is Chen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's trying to unify everything so that he's there. Into what is now, so I think that that'd be a perfect idea to really get that rolling. Watch Thorson trying. He's like, I started blends. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. We're gonna he see memes, cool. you know, with Thorson. Oh my god! <laughs> now, it's a, here's an interesting, uh, I guess, talking point for us guys. 
do you think they're going to build a tablet? Yeah, I do. I do too. Yeah. I do too. I think oh, they're gonna I'm, I'm indifferent to a tablet, to be honest. Me too. Like with blends and stuff, I feel like you're not really going to need a tablet, but I know there's desk, there, there's definitely people who are like super excited about getting a tablet. So, I mean, if there's a market for it, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to act like I'm, my opinion is the only one that's a majority opinion. So I, there's a lot of people I've seen who are super excited about a tablet. And I think there's definitely a potential for them to make a tablet. So I'd say, if I were to say would they, I think they'll, they'll probably go and make a tablet. Just because there's so many, like, iPads in Enterprise now. Exactly. Maybe with Blends and stuff, they can make their own tablet and be like, listen, we have this new tablet, and Blends is going to make it integrate that much better. They might have a case for it. On the other hand, we've heard that Blends is going to be integrating with iPads and Android tablets, so maybe they don't really have that need to build a tablet because they'll have that integration. But do mm-hmm. any of you who have a Z30 have a tablet right now? Any of you? Or a Playbook. I mean, I have or use. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because ever since getting my, my developer Alpha B, um, which was the Z10, I stopped using my Playbook altogether, and now yeah. I don't see a reason for tablets. Like, my nope. phone is easier to access than my tablet, and typing is better on my phone than my tablet, and yeah. I, I, don't see ta- I don't see what the and point is. In fairness, you get well, legitimate updates for those too. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. we haven't had a legitimate update in in uh, well, even if I had an iPad, even if I had an iPad, the same thing. I just don't see the benefit. A laptop or a desktop, yes, yeah. um, but tablet. Well, it depends on what you want to do. I think yeah, I, I hear yeah. you. As far as like just on a regular basis, take it out. You know, wherever you're going, having it handy. No, I understand. I mean, it, it, there has to be a purpose for it. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm always drawing on the go. I mean, it's it's something I, I have to have. I'll always carry it with me. Even if I just towed a stupid huge book bag around with my 15,000-pound MacBook Pro 17-inch nonsense, or I can take the tablet. I'm going to take the tablet, or I'll take the shell of a Z30 and just imagine that I have something else. But if <laughs> This is something we're on pencil on the back of the shell. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm not asking for much. I mean, I think... They don't really need a tablet. No, you're right. They really don't. They're going to be able to put blends. If blends can go on this playbook, I will be perfectly fine. I'll be okay with it. I just need something that's going to be better than what this OS is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The biggest thing. I can't even sideload an Android app to, to draw on this tablet. It's that bad. Like, I need... A little bit better. Just give me something, please. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't need BB10. I just need uh, better than that. That's, that's the biggest drawback. The that's the biggest drawback about like uh, your mobile devices is that like you need them to be small enough to fit in your pocket, yeah. but also like because of that size, you don't get that big screen. And so a lot of people have been talking that BlackBerry isn't going to make a tablet. They're going to build like a dumb screen so that you can see your phone. On a bigger screen for like yeah, videos and I stuff like that. that, which I can I can see that would that would make sense. Like yeah. I would get something like that. I think that's the future of that's the future. I think that is just what <clears throat> the normal future of um, mobile device matter. Just whatever. That's just what it's going to be. You're gonna buy a screen. <laughs> that's the it. Screen, the yeah. screen is, well, the screen doesn't need components. It's a screen you could probably spend. I don't know. Yeah. A hundred dollars on a really nice screen that's that big, and your phone. This is it. Just pairs with. 
probably yeah. something Wi-Fi director, something that works well. Yeah. And this yeah. is the thing that you upgrade. You have this piece of screen that stays the same. It doesn't need an upgrade. No. That's just what it's going to be. You're going to go to your computer that is literally a screen, a keyboard, and a mouse, and you're going to put your phone in, and this is the most important thing there. Like, that's just what we're heading towards. Yeah. And they can definitely, I like... I think d- dumb, dumb terminals are going to be huge. Exactly. Yeah, dumb terminals, they can, as you said, they can make it cheap. Uh, I think in the future, I don't, I don't think wearables as we know them right now are going to no. be prevalent, but I do believe in wearables more in an embedded sense, like Think about body area networks. Think about putting medical devices onto yourself and, you know, having connected, being more connected to your body because of technology and having all of that accessible in multiple places. I think as well as we progress here, we look at the enterprise scope of kind of where BlackBerry is focused right now. You know, who's to say the line doesn't blur between a 7-inch phone that is a tablet as well, you know? Yeah. What do you guys think about... Unilaterally... Yeah, what do you think about the concept? You guys remember years ago when when sometimes people would be walking around in the malls and they would actually have these little areas designated for people just to check their emails, you know, check out, not necessarily trying to purchase a computer, but it was literally just an area where you can go, you can look at your emails, look stuff up, and things of that nature. Yeah, they used to have it over here in New York anyway. I don't know about you guys uh, where you are, but... They had a lot of these areas, and I think that would be one type of scenario where where QNX stepping in would actually make that perfectly secure. A terminal, areas, a terminal. Your itself. phone and just get full. That that would be cool. Easy, easy money, easy money. Yeah. And it's 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 some people are going to be just gravitating to that, and they don't want to have to just go out there and you know have to sign out, delete all this information, try and delete cookies, all this this nonsense that we deal with on a regular basis. Google getting their fingers and their toes in every single aspect of your life. It's it's just Kev, I think you're giving away too many good ideas. Like I'm thinking yeah. in my head, like <laughs> NFC, tap my phone to a terminal, secure login, tap Done. my phone, log out, walk away. Do you, do you know though who is the leader in this right now? Surprisingly, Windows, Google Chromebooks. You just log mm-hmm. in. You just put in your Google or your Gmail and everything is there. Like everything, all your bookmarks, all like how you left everything is there. So schools are going and buying up a bunch of Chromebooks or if they're not now, they're going to be, makes sense because you could pay 250 bucks rather than the five, six, seven hundred dollars for a computer. And you literally just have all these kids with their little login account and all they need are the basic web apps and everything like that. But also, they're, they're, they're pushing now. it. Yeah, full right, word processing soon with yeah. uh, within Drive, within right? Google Docs. Yeah, Google Docs. Yeah, yeah. So there, I I'm looking forward to Google doing that, and I think they're going to start the push, and I, hopefully QNX can take advantage of that. But Google has a vision. Mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard rumblings of maybe BlackBerry becoming like a, a carrier, a cell phone carrier, where like they just like you you just receive calls and stuff through uh, the BlackBerry network. And so all your calls and everything would get transferred from a landline and it would somehow be transferred into data and then land on your phone. And you can communicate with someone who's on like a landline or a real cell phone and communicate them through data on your phone. Only in about 10 years when BB is very, very well off financially. (laughs) You know, because right now in the U.S., it just would not happen. No, I And they not going to let that happen. That's the reason, That's in my opinion, that's one of the biggest reasons why BlackBerry hasn't been selling in the last five to ten years. 
you know, so it's, you know, not 10 years. <laughs> Uh, we're having way too much fun in the comments over here. We've been going for like over an hour. Let's wrap yeah. this up. I know we, we could go we could go for days on this. <coughs> well, the, there wasn't enough BlackBerry stuff to talk about, so we kind of made BlackBerry stuff <laughs> yeah, to talk about. Yeah, a little bit off topic. <laughs> yeah, there was, yeah. There was that was fun though. We could we could cut it at the hour mark, but we wanted to keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate having you guys on as always. Um. Alex, you already have your 8-bit, so I'm not talking to you, but Brandon, Kev, Lauren, your 8-bits are in process. Uh, I think Brandon was a little look at his. It's funny because Pooter uh, Mobile designed Brandon with, like, no smiles. So he's, like, listening to music but looks, like, angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get him to make him wearing his Pooter Mobile shirt. <laughs> that, would be, that would be pretty rad. That would be rad. He, he has to be able to no do pressure. that, right? Okay, <laughs> right? He has to be able to do that. It's already 8-bit, I mean. <laughs> anyway, guys, you take it easy. We'll see you uh, guys easy. for watching. Uh, thanks for watching again, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.